We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Thank you so much for tuning in to hang out with us. We appreciate all of you. This is your Florida State post-game show. You'll hear from us, and we'll hear from you and fan feedback. We've got a lot to talk about. There's plenty that's happened, and since the 24 hours of the game, there's plenty more that's happened as well, and we are going to get into all of it here in a second. But first, as always, let's hear what Coach has to say after the game. And what do you think happened at the end there just with the defense and, and what Jordan Travis was able to see it? Take well, I mean, obviously he broke contain. He went down the sidelines. I saw some guys closing in on him, and it's uh, you know it's a very delicate thing when you had a personal foul penalty earlier in the game, you know, on the quarterback, and when those guys are running the sidelines, if you go at them full speed and you get them, and then they go out of bounds, it turns into a fifteen, you know, a fifteen yard penalty. So. I thought some guys were pulling up, and uh, he kept tippy-toeing down the sideline and turned it into a huge play. Hey, Coach, is there any update on Taj Harris and why he didn't travel today? No update. Do you plan on uh, keeping Schrader as starting quarterback, or will I will check the tape. Well, I think he did some really good things out there, but I will check the tape. Yeah, with Chris Elmore coming back this, this week, uh, he was doing a lot of lead blocking. He was helping with a lot of, you know, when Trader was going and rolling out, he was setting up lead blocks. And on that touchdown run, he had a key block at the beginning of the play that helped that break. Uh, what can you say about his play today and how much he kind of means to that run blocking attack that you guys have? He did good things, but he didn't do everything good. And I don't mean that as a negative. We're really happy that he's back. He's you know, He's rusty. You know, he's, he's missed a lot of, you know, I want to say he's missed four games if my numbers are right. But uh, we need him back. He's a, he's a heartbeat of this football team, and he's one of our super seniors, and we need our leaders on the football field. Last year was something totally different. And, uh, you know, we're going to be able to compete. We're going to be able to battle. Some teams are going to be better. There's nothing you can do about that. But uh, we're going to be able to put an effort forward. This team has got some stuff to it. They showed you anything today? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Grandpa's proud. They, they did some work today. They did some work. We're going to go back. You know, anytime that you go for it on fourth down, you don't get I think it's the first time we've missed on fourth down this year. So, you know, 
it's hard to be perfect in that down and distance. Just ask some of the teams that have been playing. But, uh, you know, we'll go back and check. I think there was, we can do better. You know, their quarterback was able to make a lot, obviously, with their feet, and you might have already been asked about this, but how do you go about addressing that in practice moving forward and, and trying to shut down mobile quarterbacks? Well, you, you know, you gotta, it's, it's interesting when you have a quarterback that's, that's, that is that mobile that can still throw the ball because he can beat you with his arm, he can beat you with his legs, and then you have to, you're trying to pass rush him, and if you leave a lane open and he steps through, you either got a whole bunch of guys deep playing zone or you got a whole bunch of guys with their back turned to the quarterback playing man-to-man, and that's what people are moving to. You know, I'm not saying that that's the way football is being played, but the more mobile your quarterback, you know, if he can throw the ball as well, you have some, you got a lot of options. Coach, obviously, Tom Harris doesn't make the trip, and, and he's not the only one, and you're not going to comment on what exactly went into the decision, I understand, but what did you lose? What were you without exactly with Tom Harris not here? I don't talk about people that weren't here. We had more than enough in that locker room to win. We're disappointed that we came up three points short, but we had more than enough in that locker room to win this game. All right, the Coach Montage is brought to us by the Spotify Green Room app. Go to your iOS or Android stores, download the app. It's free. All you need is a username, an email address, and a password. Sign up today, and you can follow us at Cuse Militia. Uh, sign up for notifications. When we go live during fan feedback, you will get that notification, and maybe you can hop in. You can either just listen live, you can chat live, or you can request to speak. And the best thing is you don't have to just follow us, which is amazing, because you can either do your own thing follow someone else you don't have it's not just sports it's all kinds of things to do on that app so again go to your ios or android stores today download the spotify green room app it's free just do it all right joe so let's get it out of the way and uh it is taj harris and um so when i put the montage together there was no final word Joe, we spoke yesterday. You you thought it was a wrap for Taj Harris. Um, I was remained optimistic. And uh, when I heard the press conference today, as soon as I put it together, as soon as I heard it, before I put it together, I texted you. I said, it's a wrap. <laughs> Taj Harris is, is going to be out. So with that yep. said, with that said, I wish him luck wherever he goes. I hope that uh, he can, um, his dreams of being in the NFL, I hope that he can reach those dreams and I hope that, uh, the move he makes is going to be the best one for him to do so. But uh, with, with that said, I think, uh, the distraction of whatever may have been going on is is, sometimes it's best to, um, move on and, and find a place that better fits you. And obviously with the quarterback carousel, I don't know if he was real satisfied. Only two touches last week, decided not to travel. Don't know what that conversation was, or I don't want to even speculate on it, but obviously he wasn't here. Coach, obviously very, not very happy sounding, obviously. Um, you know, I mean, the writing was on the wall there, Joe. So yeah, what, what, to, what so let, let me ask you this. Okay. Because mm. I'm looking at this team yesterday, and we'll get into more of the specifics of it. But without Taj there, uh, you know, coming in that game, you're like, oh man, you know, well, you know, guys did step up. Guys did step up from Garrett Trader, um, Courtney Jackson, Damian Alford. He caught a couple. Anthony Queeley. I mean, they 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 helped out. 
They helped out. And, um, yeah. you know, they stepped up, and now it's their time to shine. Kind of like when Abdul Adams and uh, Jarvie and Howard opted out, and Sean Tucker stepped up. I mean, this is their time. Who's fighting for first, basically? So, um, yeah. Well, you have a situation where Taj Harris, he came in for the whole Orange is the New Fast, right? When Dungey yeah. was still here, and DeVito was there slinging it around. Um, DeVito's probably his guy, believe they're from the same state, and uh, then throwing him the rock for, you know, three years straight. Um, and that's why Taj came, you know, he didn't come to catch two, two balls for, for 20 yards and, um, and then block the rest of the game. Right. So, um, it's just a situation where, you know, things have kind of changed. And now that we see Schrader coming in, um, obviously the, the running attack and the way our line plays and everything, I mean, there's been a shift in, in how how our offense runs stuff and you really can't blame the guy for going. I wouldn't blame Tommy if, if he followed him to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, and you know, at the end of the day, you want guys that want to be there. And if you're going to make, if you, you know, you're going to create drama and you're going to create some stuff with inside the team and inside the locker room, just because you're not getting your balls, then, I mean, um, you got to go. So, um, good player. Good player. And he deserves he deserves to go and play somewhere where he's going to get those you know eight to ten targets and play on a team that's you know uh, up pace and stuff like well, that. Well, where he so. can showcase what he has, and obviously he's talented playing at this level, and he, he if he can go somewhere and showcase what he's got and it can better himself, then so be it. But um, I got a lot of butts to this because I'm so. Like, look, I want what's best for the team at the end of the day. Taj wants to do what he wants to do. I wish him best of luck. To me, it's a situation where we're approaching halfway through the season. I mean, we're waiting. We're still, everybody's kind of still waiting for things to develop. I thought yesterday was a huge step forward. Well, maybe not a huge step, but it was a good step forward in Garrett Trader's development, in my opinion. Um, he really did play a lot better through the air, you know, and obviously what he did on the ground was... Excellent, you know, but he yeah. played. I, I thought he played better through the air and could have would have been more opportunities for Taj at the end of the day. And you know, Taj had he's had a case of the dropsies here and there too. So in the mm, past, yeah, I mean, it's not you know, again, I think that it's one of those things where they you know, they, they've chosen their quarterback, so to speak, at this point, and now. You know, you got to figure out how to make the passing a little bit better. The passing was better this week than it was last week, and he's going to have to get you know his he's going to have to get his um, continuity with with these receivers, his timing down, and everything like that. And it's like you're either in or you're out. And to me, it kind of seemed like Taj was he was in when it was Tommy, and we were throwing the ball, and everything was good. And um, now that he sees the writing on the wall and how that offense needs to be ran to basically maximize um, to, uh, to, the talent to, on this team. Yeah, and to, to pull out a W. Right. So, yeah. And, you know, and that's just not going to get him. That, that kind of play right now, this late in the game, um, isn't going to get him to the NFL. And now he's, you're talking about, you know, this, this, this far in his fourth year, and he's going to have to try to, you know, get better with a, you know, a new quarterback and figure that out. So, I mean, there's probably, a, you know, a bunch of stuff like that. So... All right. So, anyways, that's it. Taj, wish him luck. Um, that's yep. the end of that. We're moving on. Uh, just like we're going to move on to Wake Forest after talking about this frustrating game. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Marlo Wax, obviously easing up on the sidelines, was a huge miscue on his part. But after getting a horrible rough in the passer call for 
essentially nothing. He never touched him in the helmet or in the head anywhere that I saw. And, um, through, you know, I think he was easing up. Obviously, he didn't want to get another penalty, right? And two gets you thrown out of the game, if I'm not mistaken. So, right. right? So, um, mm. in hindsight, terrible. Dude tiptoed. They, they got to do it. They do. They have to be unsportsmanlike. You're right. Um, but tiptoeing the line, the dude, um, Travis, he, uh, he, he made some moves yesterday and a good run should have, would have, could have been out, but he wasn't right. And we're, yep. we've got a lot of stuff here on the list. Uh, that's uh should have, would have, could have, uh, coach checking the tape on, on Garrett Schrader. Uh, I, I think that he, he stands up next week as the starter and I yeah. mean, that's that's just me unless we see something in practice or coach, excuse me, we're not going to see anything in practice, but coach sees something in practice. Uh, now, you know, this far into the season, these guys, uh, Garrett Trader with 60 pass attempts and Tommy DeVito with 52. With that said, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're really close. They're really close with Garrett Trader on the rise. And, you know, I don't know what it's like in the locker room right now, but I think, when coach says, I'm going to f- fast forward to this. When coach says, you know, he's talking about the mobile QBs and how it opens up options as long as they can pass. If Garrett Trader can get better passing the ball and he gets some continuity with these wide receivers and combine that with what he does with his legs, he, he could quite possibly be, I mean, I don't, I don't he could be good. He could be good. Yes. He, <laughs> right. he, he could be really good. And mm-hmm. uh, the only way he's going to be able to get good and get that continuity is being in game situations and just getting better every game. Okay. Yeah. We're kind of watching, uh, uh, you know, we call Jim Beheim the chemist. Well, Dino Babers is pulling out a little bit of, of uh, the chemist uh, f- this year for what he's got. So. Uh, Garrett yep. Schrader, as long as he continues to improve, which I think he did, there's no doubt that he's going to be he's going to be good. And yeah, so well, I mean, he definitely did, and we we heard Tyler talk about the his opinions he had of the, of the receiver room, right? Um, minus Taj Harris, and pretty much, I mean, there's not a lot to you know write home to mom about there, but. Um, those guys are young. Some, well, some of them are young, and some of them are, you know, elder statesmen that are still trying to figure out this new quarterback. But um, nonetheless, they're pretty good blockers out there, and um, the, he pretty. I mean, I liked what, what what I saw from Courtney Jackson um, and the way they got him the ball, and you could just tell that. Um, I just like what 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 the call the play calling and a play calling early was uh, to what Gary, Gary Schrader talked about. It wasn't great. It was pretty basic. As soon as they started opening up. Um, you could see some things, and uh, that's what made me excited about that, the fact that, um, you know, it, it seemed like something clicked. And his his passing got better when, this year, from, or this game from last game, um, you know, without Taj Harris. So, And when you got uh, big, when you got Rhino out there, when, the rollouts were really impressive to me. When, yep. when you can roll out and you can get Chris Elmore out there, delay some big blocks, and open up either running room or he's really good throwing the ball on the run, to rolling to his right. So you either get the running room, and he's looking. I mean, and he's, you know, the thing about him, too, is, is that he's not just looking to run, and he's not just looking at his first option. 
He, he's he's a, patient. He's, yes, he's patient. He's able to kind of read the field a little bit, and he does it while he's running, and he's he's got an escape route, you know, most of the time. You know, yeah. I mean, it's really he good. He doesn't hit he's full a, speed until he He has. is fast. Did his speed surprise you on that 50-something yard run, whatever that was? Um, I thought he was fast, and then he really, I don't think he's really had the – the opportunity really to show it, but he's he's straight line fast. I think he has to go at a certain speed while he's rolling out, yes. and then he's strong enough to kind of make that cut and make a strong guy miss like he did. Yeah. Um, but when he gets to the straight line speed, he's fast, and he, get, and, and he gets <laughs> he gets those strides going. Yeah, he was. Fa- I mean, he he ran away from Florida State defenders. Yeah, DBs. So I mean, yeah, yeah. So. Maybe not right from the jump, maybe acceleration and, nice. you know, rolling out. And I think he does the rollout kind of slow on purpose to give him more time to read. Uh, and then, you know, he can hit him with a different speed, you know, like basketball players do. But absolutely, um, I think that, that that run probably surprised uh, a lot of people in the stands. Um, a lot of our fans watching on TV, probably some of the Syracuse, probably a lot of F- FSU f- players on the field. And um, I don't know how many Syracuse players because they've probably seen it in practice. But, yeah, dude, that straight line stride speed, he's definitely fast. And, and with that said, you know, Coach mentioned, mentioned Chris Elmore, you know, a little rusty, but great to have him back, obviously, laying some big blocks, doing what he does. And it's just excellent having him out there. Uh, like he said, in his in his time at the mic, you know, Basically, having another offensive lineman in the in the backfield and, and able to uh, able to clear the path for Garrett Schrader or you know obviously Sean Tucker. So good to have him back, right. and obviously um, looking for him to knock the rust off and and get back to his old shape too. So, um, coach mentioned last year. This is totally different. This is totally different. Our two losses were extremely close. You can look back on a lot of different things in each one of the games and be and just make yourself sick about it because of the mistakes and some of the play calling. Um, but being able to compete, as he mentioned, and like I said, getting better every game, Joe. Um, you know, it's tough losing these close ones, but uh, if you're making progress. And this team is so far, I think, and they're developing and they're getting used to what they got going on. I think they've got a good game plan now. I think the playbook is going to get opened up a little bit each week. And mm-hmm. and the sky's the limit right now, right? So we don't know. Yeah, we don't know much. what the ceiling is, and I don't think it's where we're at. But you know, going from just the small things, man, just the small things. Yeah. We talked about penalties against uh, Albany. I mean, they've obviously cleaned that up pretty good. You know, I think uh, there wasn't there wasn't very frustrating penalties. There was some no, not that Syracuse committed. Like there was one on Deuce Chestnut that um, that was obviously a um, a hold on him, right? Um, and that was during I think it was ball intercepted. Is that what it was? I think the ball was intercepted nah. too, wasn't it? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The ball was intercepted yeah. by um. Uh, what's his name? The guy, the transfer from uh, New Mexico State. Thompson? No. Oh, I can't think of his name. Simmons. Yes, Jason Simmons. Um, so, um, yeah, that's a frustrating call, but a, a good call. Okay, because yeah. he, he committed that. He committed that penalty. Penalties um, weren't that bad, right? They, and they when weren't. You look at the no. turnovers too. Um, I, I kind of went. Our way as well. Um, obviously, uh, 
you know, we had one, but it was at the end of the half, uh, kind of throwing it up. They had two. They muffed the punt that kept us in the game. And then Deuce Chestnut, who had a, one of the best interceptions I've seen, college or pro. <laughs> yeah. Um, to keep us in the game as well. So that was a um, that was a turning point in that game. That and the muff punt, punt were huge. Down by uh, ten, I think, when the interception happened, and then down by seven, I believe, when the muff punt happened. I think it might have been ten and three. Ten, I think six, it was, I think we were down ten with okay. the muff punt, and then down three with the either interception. Either way, either way, both both late. Um, and we can go back and like I like I said, I mean, we can hit some. We can hit most of this up in in fan feedback. But going yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, going forward on fourth down, um, because mm. this was mentioned in hindsight, it's a bad call, right? Now, the thing is, they went for it twice on fourth down, unfortunately, and they and they missed it both times. And FSU goes for it twice on their opening drive. And they get them both, you know, yeah. a fourth and two and a fourth and one, something like that. So you're seeing a lot of the going forward on fourth down a lot. You're seeing it everywhere. You're seeing it in NCAA. It was all over the NFL today, um, yep. everywhere. Uh, and, and so as a defense, you've got to be prepared for that. And uh, as an offense, you've got to be able to design something that's going to be able to get the job done. Obviously, at the goal lines, I think that's the most difficult spot. You know, to do it fourth and goal. Yeah, I mean that's just difficult. And um, obviously that failed. Uh, unfortunately, looking back, you take the freaking points. But we did. We we raked Hugh Freeze over the same thing. Yeah, but that was good. But that was early, right? And I think that's really it was what earlier. You know, the, yeah, earlier. And I mean, the first half. I think it was one of those things where Dino was looking at it like. Um, you know, if we can score, if we can get the lead, maybe we can, you know, take their hearts like, you know, um, like we were talking about last last podcast. Because, again, an 0-4 team that's not really as bad as an 0-4 team, you got talent. We all saw it, you know. Um, but if you get them, if you get on them early, then sometimes, you know, you can you can kill their heart and can end up taking taking that. But um, I'm on the sides of just as long as it's close, you just got to get the points, you, you know. I mean the Buffalo. You look at Buffalo today. I think they were winning like sixteen nothing, but they had like they were dominating, but they had like three field goals right in the beginning. They end up winning forty nothing, but they just kept getting what was given to them: three points, three points, three points. Next right. thing you know, they open it up. So it just sucks, you know. When you look at, you know, I'm sure Hugh Freeze thought the same thing, and that was late last last game, though. That was the difference with that. But even with this, you know, you look at situations where. You know, we go forward on fourth down where we could have kicked field goals, where we really didn't use the clock that well at the end of the first half, right, with the timeouts and stuff that we had um, to give us a better chance to get in field goal range. So there was a bunch of missed opportunities as far as that's concerned. Absolutely. And like I said, I think we made progress. So I think that's good. Uh, Schrader improved from last week. Obviously, like I said, we're going to, they need to work on opening up the playbook and getting a little more creative. But um, you know, take that's the good, the bad, some some more questionable coaching, um, and you know, I mean, it was early. Yeah. Thankfully, it was early again. You know, we 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 saw that in a game, the, the game against Liberty, I believe. Yeah. Um, and, and it was early, and it didn't really. I mean, at the end of the day, we lost by three. So yeah. any yeah. one of those things could have been <laughs> something that changed the game. So yeah, uh, you know. Well, and the play calling was a little vanilla. You know, you like to see. You know, I mean, I know that it was a defensive game early, so it took both offenses a little while to figure out what worked. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a 
shouldn't have lost this game. No, but we play like if we played like this with this with the roster that we had as far as the team that we had going up against Florida State, then we would have beat Rutgers. So, and I, I'm a I'm a firm believer in that. I, I um, think uh, if we played like we played against Liberty, we beat Rutgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. Um, again, it's frustrating to be three and two and see some of this stuff and see. Um, I'm not even going to bring up. We'll, we'll save it up, for fan I'll feedback. Yeah. We, 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 I know that there's going to be things that are coming up. Yeah, yeah so. it's it's tough when we get going and get talking to remember. Hey, there's fan right. feedback. But if you, <laughs> but as far as this game, if you look at the stats, I mean, the first downs were close. Uh, time of possession was close. The penalties were close. Uh, turnovers, all that stuff. Uh, even when you look at the plays and even the the yards, three eighty nine to three seventy eight. Um, you know these. You could definitely tell the defense dominated in the beginning, and both offenses had to figure it out. And I mean, we both defenses still held both teams to under four hundred yards, which is good. So, um, yeah, they just were a little bit better in third down and fourth down efficiency, and and then there was some uh, some gifts given. But other than that, I mean, you look at the um, the team stats and everything in a box score. Uh, it looks like a, a really, really close game, but we'll we'll get into fan feedback and then explain why um, shouldn't really been that close. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. Uh, you guys know what to do at the end of every game. I ask for your thoughts on said game on Twitter and Facebook, and you give them. I read some of them, some of them I don't bother with, but most of them I do read. And then I pick some and we talk about them here. So as I'm trying to, as I'm trying to kill time because I'm unprepared. Uh, By the way, Joe was really trying to get to Blacksburg, but he just bought a house and he's remodeling it and it's a ton of work. So he's not going to make it. It's too, it's, it's, it's just not in the cards for him. But I was, I was waiting even say anything and see what Joe was going to do. So I got my tickets today. I'm going. Okay. Gonna see, I'm going to see our boy Gio up there. And uh, hopefully Syracuse can pull one out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways. At, let's start with, let's start with Twitter. Let's do this. At Philly Cheese Jake. ACC's got to make sure one of their Golden Boy schools don't go 0-5 at home to Syracuse. The crew should never call another game ever again. Okay. While I think there was some questionable coaching, as I talked about, I think the dagger ultimately was missing the holding call late. And no one knows what would have could have happened if they called that penalty, sent him back 10 yards. But we're likely going in overtime. Was it a deal maker or breaker? Absolutely not. But crucial time in an obvious, obvious hold. And it wasn't just that. And it's just so frustrating, so frustrating to have that end like that. Like I would rather just lose straight up, not have anything like that. And we talk a lot in basketball. I think this pertains to basketball more so because of the pace of it, but don't leave it up to the refs, right? It's just, it's just, it's just different with basketball. But this is, yeah, you know, this is one of those ones that I do not like to blame the refs for a loss. I don't think I, I don't think I'm blaming the refs for the loss. But it's just so frustrating, and I was pissed. As many of you, as you were, 
I was pissed after that. I used foul language on Twitter, which I try not to do. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty pissed. I apologize for that. Uh, but, uh, Joe, we talked afterwards. You know how pissed I was. It's all of the little things. Any one of those little things could have made a difference in this game. Obviously not right. a deal maker or a breaker. But at the end of the day, you got to call that penalty. Yeah, I mean, there was there was things that you saw, and I mean, for the most part, it was a pretty clean game. Um, but I don't know. I think that we've talked about this every single time we've played at Florida State since we've been in the <laughs> ACC. It just seems like, I mean, I remember a, distinctly still a play way back when Bristley Esteem was on our team, and he ran a, a go route or something like that. It was a obvious pass interference, didn't call it, and kind of, you know, set the uh, trend for the day and it just seems like, like every time we go play at Florida State like I'm I expect to get just you know bad calls Railroad. when you look and, and the thing is 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 it's sneaky in there right like we're three for 28 yards right okay so three three penalties for 28 yards well one of them happened to be on a play where I think we stopped I think it was the second or a third down and we were either going to get the ball back or it was going to be third and long and um Marlowe Wax which I didn't think roughing the passer. He came down and hit the guy's arms. I don't know that they said he, he hit him in hit the arm and he pushed him to the ground. He was already in motion. The dude was going down anyway. He threw the ball going it, backwards. It didn't look anything egregious. Um, you know, I bet you if anybody, if any Syracuse fan had a, a conversation with Mark Herzlich, the guy that was on the commentary that said when they showed that play over that, that yes, yeah, old linebacker played at Boston College. Then at the Giants, um, retired. He battled cancer when he was in college, came back, made the NFL. Great story. Uh, good guy. And he came out and he even said it. Um, you know, uh, when Marlo X hit, hit the quarterbacks, like, that's not that's not roughing the passer. Just like when he got held with the second to last play of the game. They get told. You heard him say it right. Oh, yeah. there's a hold. Like, yeah. as the play was going on. Everybody right? saw that hold. Let me tell you, I, I trolled around some FSU tweets. They saw the hold too. They didn't care, and I wouldn't care either well, if I was a fan. You don't care, I, yeah, I, yeah. But it, but they admitted it. I mean, it was that my point is is they had, they knew it too, and it was that. Well, yeah, as a yeah, as a fan, you see them. I mean, there's plenty of times I see Syracuse get away with stuff, and I'm like, oh well, sure, they sure. got away with it, right? And yeah, like basketball. I'm talking basketball, basketball especially. Like that, you know? Yeah, but even that hold with Jason Simmons interception, you know, it's like two of our three penalties. It, it basically kept a drive going in which I believe they that, went and got a field goal. And then the other one, that penalty. Th- that hold on Deuce Chestnut was nowhere near as egregious as the one. No. Uh, no. Marlo Wax. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, Marlo I Wax was 90 degrees perpendicular running at the quarterback. Trying to turn around. Trying to turn to so hard guy. that his face mask was in his shoulder pad. So yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, you could look up. I'm sure if you if you're listening, you you've seen it on social media. Right. Uh, you've seen the still shot. It's a and gr- then you don't even know because if you look at it when he got his uh, roughing in the passer, who's to say that that's not why he? You know, I'd always tell somebody to at least just push him out with a shoulder pad or something, right? But whenever you have the quarterback over there in the sideline, it's all always tricky. You know, yeah. so it's one of those things where you don't know. I mean, he could have came up and hit hit him when he when he pulled up, and they they call a fifteen yard penalty, and then we're still mad at Marlo Wax, right? So it's like, and who knows if that earlier play of roughing the passer got him in that whole mentality of, oh, I can't hit the quarterback, then I guess, and maybe that's why he pulled up and did that, right? So I, I think so. Um, you never know 
how things or how something that gets called causes something. Um, and again, if you're um, just a generic fan that didn't watch this game and you go look at the stats and, oh, Syracuse three penalties for 28 yards and FSU three penalties for 30 yards, um, then obviously you're not going to understand. But if you go back and watch it, those pen- the penalties that we had, two of them at least, were, were timely, like, you know, erase a, a turnover or continue a drive to where Florida State goes down and puts some points on the board. Uh, at, we're never going to get through these at this rate. At Jay Hurlbut, 06, can't throw the ball. Uh, I mean, look, <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that nope. bad. 13 for 23. Is that 56%, whatever? Something. Better for that. Better than last year. Yeah, for 150 yards. And, you know, the interception was a, that was a, I mean, unfortunately those count, but a, right, Hail, right. a Hail Mary, a Hail Mary at the end of the half is, yeah. is, it is what it is. And you don't need anything long, especially when you're doing RPO stuff. When you're getting the, the defense moving like that, all it takes is somebody, like you said, everyone saw Anthony Queeley. Anthony Queeley, he just ran a first touchdown. He ran across the field. He just ran a slant across the field. I mean, it ended up being about a 14-something yard pass when he caught it because he ran all the way across the field. But, I mean, he averaged six and a half yards um, per pass, and, I mean, that's really all you, you need. I mean, Florida State's quarterback averaged 4.1 yards per pass. So, um, you know, it's worse than us. I, I thought that, that the other quarterback looked worse at throwing than our quarterback did. And, you know, when you, you, you start with that, you start with the RPO. I'm a running quarterback. I'm a dual threat quarterback, and we have an awesome – running back, Garrett, and let's pound it, pound it. Garrett Schrader, next to him, you put their stats next to one another, he was he he was better on both both running and passing the ball. Yep, he was. So, yep. But they did better on third down, fourth down conversion. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what our, our that's what it looks like, right? So you have RPO, we're running it, running it, you're going to stop us. You're going to stop Ethan Sean, then you're going to stop Garrett. And then what we're going to do is we're going to play action you and then roll out. And make you and guess like little, a mug not knowing what the right. hell is going on. Or get Courtney Jackson the ball within a two to five yard range and let him turn turn and run up the field like he did in a couple of plays, right? You gotta get your get the ball playmakers in space. Yeah, they're not gonna be bombs. You know, we had the one down there at the end where Devon Cooper you know, couldn't keep his uh his feet in and you know there's going to be times where we miss some stuff like that but you know you got to get gradual with it and, and it's been proven you, you got to beat us from the run and then back so uh, as long as we can keep defensive backs honest which i think he did it yeah will be all right. i think so and 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 he overthrew mang on on that little floater oh, yeah. in the end zone mm-hmm. um you know un- unfortunate too mang's slowing down to look back for the ball as well but you guys got they, they got to be on the same page with stuff like that if you're not on this if you don't practice enough with each other and you're not on the same page with those little floaters like that they're never going to be right. they're never going to be pretty so uh, un- unfortunate you know, missed opportunity there. That was another one of the missed opportunities, obviously. At Lax yep. Attic 15, you never want to blame a call on the refs, but they blew it for Q's hands down. At Q's Waterboy replied, we might not have won the game, but that call 100% lost it for us. And that's where, that's how fans feel. And that's, those are two very good fan thoughts because it's exactly how I was feeling after the game. And it got emotional. I mean, you know. It's an it's an emotional loss when you lose like that. It sucks. You just you just want to turn back time and fix it, and you can't. Right. Uh, at Sheikh Rashad eight, 
They played a good game that was holding, and the Cuse got robbed. If the ref makes that call, then the Cuse, I believe, win this game in overtime. Well, we'll never know, unfortunately. Andrew on Facebook. Looks like we've found a D1 QB, build around it, and improve every week. I don't see many positive comments for Garrett Schrader. Now, I don't understand that. I don't, I don't either. I don't either. Now, look, I said last week, and I'm not trying to beat a dead horse. I don't care who plays as long as we win the game. Joe has said, I think Garrett Schrader gives us the best possible chance to win. I, I, I firmly believe that now. And not that I didn't before, but I firmly believe that now after this game, even though we lost, I don't think, I don't think Tommy could have kept us in this game the way Garrett Schrader did with some of the struggles of the defense. A lot of it came down to Garrett having to, in the offense, the whole offense, it came down to them having to make the, make the plays because the defense did struggle a little bit. And I don't know if Tommy could have done it. That's, that's just me. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> right there with you. I've been, I've been there. And I know. Again, the, li- the Liberty game had affirmed, affirmed it up for me, even though it was a little sketchy. I mean, I know people would wanted to see a little I bit just better wanted, passing. Yeah, that's me. I wanted to see better passing. But minus you have a minus Taj Harris this week, and he comes in and he passes better um, against the Florida State team, who um, you know they might have a better defense than, than Liberty. To be perfectly honest with you, um, and yeah, he impressed me. So I, I mean, I, I fully expect him, barring an injury, to be our starting quarterback for the rest of the year. Uh, I, I would expect that too, as long as you know, barring you know some some horrible games or whatever but he seems to be on one end he seems to be pretty careful he's he's pretty calculated to me it seems um real quick before we finish with fan feedback you're giving me a weird look joe is it because you heard the music yeah i didn't know what was going on <laughs> go to your ios or android store download the spotify green room app today get in there username password email address that's all you need it's free download the app Sign up, follow us at Cuse Militia. You can get in there and um, you can listen to us either live or you can get in there and chat. You can listen to other people too. You don't even have to listen to us the whole time. You can start your own thing. You can follow uh, many other people. And topics range from sports to pop culture to everything. So uh, get over there today to the Spotify Green Room app. And download that thing. Download that sucker. It's free. The hell are you waiting for? All right, know. Joe. Huh? You don't know. You don't know. Uh, Brandon <laughs> on Facebook. Uh, I, I, the, the green room app is up, and I've lost the... Hold on. Here it is. Okay. All right. Dominic's in there. What's up, Dominic? Dominic's traveling today. Um, so, all right. Back at it. Uh, Brandon. Awful play call management by Dino yet again, especially at the end of the second quarter before the half. Yes, the official missed a play call, but I think the I think the fate of this game was settled before that missed call. Also, I want to add that FSU is not more skilled than Syracuse, but they did get out coached. Okay, well, fair enough. I think that's a reasonable I think that's a reasonable assessment of that. Uh, the the last 30 seconds he's talking about, I mean, it's reasonable. Uh, you know where I stand on the penalty. 
So uh, I've already I'm on record. Oh, yeah, there. no, I get that. I mean, I guess my whole I'm not talking about the penalty as much as I'm. Well, the, I think the 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 thirty seconds the the worst thirty seconds of college football this weekend belongs to Dino Babers on the uh, <sighs> it was the Aquili catch. Uh, I, I don't remember how many yards it was, but it was a first down, so the clock's going to stop momentarily. Should have been a timeout called. They didn't call a timeout. They was they 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 rushed to the line. They snap another one. I think it was another one to Queely, if I'm not mistaken. And it, it, I guess they said it hit the ground. I mean, it was enough, close enough, in my opinion, that it should have at least been looked at. And that's what Coach was thinking. But the play clock's winding down, so now he burns the timeout. So. Uh, you know, when he should have just called the timeout at the first down and just regrouped. But, um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't good. But like Joe said, they ended up cleaning it up. And I think that, um, you know, I mean, as long as you, as long as it doesn't get worse, I guess I, mean, I don't have too much to complain about, although that was at the second half. But there's some questionable things, no doubt, no doubt about it. No. Top fan. I, I was just saying. I just... What? I'm sorry. Do what? My whole comment there was that I just didn't think that I don't think that they necessarily got out coached. I think that was a bad sequence of play, but I wouldn't say that for the overall game we got out coached. Yeah, I mean the coaching was pretty close. I mean all the yeah. decisions made. You know some questionable play calls, but we've been experiencing that. Uh, Dominic, top fan, he got his cheers on Facebook. I wish I could have watched the game so I could have seen Schrader live and not just listening on the radio. It sounded like he is really, really improving. I'm disappointed and my gut hurts, but I still see a bowl game for this team. When the season started, I didn't have it checked as a W. So I didn't have this game as a W either. I still do think, even though I had them at preseason, um... I had them at five and seven, but I still do have faith that this team, as long as they can improve and uh, build off of what they're doing and they've gotten some of the toxicity out of there and, and, you know, to just move on with what we got and the pieces that we have, I think they pull, I think they can pull bowl game out, but it is dicey to say the least because Pittsburgh, NC state, Louisville, Boston college, Virginia Tech, Clemson, Wake Forest. Those are the rest of our games, folks. And it is going to be a gauntlet. Jeff G on Facebook. Sideline let up with Wax Hurt, too. But you know the flag would have come out. Uh, It's a possibility. (laughs) You said that earlier, too, didn't you, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one of those things that that's where it kind of hurts the mentality. That's where, like bad calls can get you because I'd, I'd be willing to bet that he doesn't get that that call called on him earlier then i mean number one we probably might have been leading at, at that point with them having to go down and get a touchdown but also um you know he wouldn't have pulled up right there and if he just pushes him out of bounds and again that's my whole thing is i guess it's about the the mental aspect of it i think um there's a couple plays where you saw that number one that play, you know, you have did the penalty mess up, did this, that, like players need to know that, you know, just because, you know, the quarterback's running up the sideline doesn't mean you got to blast them. You know what I mean? Right. You just got to get them out. Nice little push, just a nice little, you know, stiff arm push. Right. Or like, and again, one of the most, and it was bad because it was made by a a good defensive player. Um, 
and it was probably the one play that we haven't talked about. No one has really. Um, Florida State puts a receiver in motion. The guy runs behind the quarterback. Quarterback throws a backwards pass that he drops, which is a fumble. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was Garrett Williams who came up. And in that situation, you need to die for the ball all the while taking out the legs of anybody around Any, anybody you near you. Can. And um, it was Deuce that went for the ball that totally miffed, um, missed it. I think he. Oh, his, it was Deuce. He, yeah, okay. it was his moment. Either way, that we have good corners, right? And I just looked at it like I saw that ball, and I and I thought, Sean, I was like, oh, well, this is our ball, or at least a field goal, right? Like, because we're not going to just you dive for the ball and you just let the guy pick it up and then run for a touchdown. And yeah. that's what I mean when you see everything that happened and like how they scored and the points that we gave up and then some of the things that went against us versus, you know, the penalties called or not called. Um, yeah, that that's that, that's where I can really get down with any of the fans that thought that, yes, we were a better team, but we all know the best, you know, the better teams don't always win. It just seems like, any little type of luck play that they had or anything that happened positive for them turned into points. Yeah. And it just didn't happen for us, you know. Yeah, and uh Deuce he was really trying to get the ball, man. His 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 momentum just carried him through. And he just ended up flying past it. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. Right. I get that, but um you gotta do what you can to make sure that <laughs> That that does that not happen. happen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At first, my first watch, I thought, did they realize it was a fumble right away? But they did. They did. I, I watched. The, I watched the replay uh, this morning, and they did. If they, you think it's an incomplete pass, you don't go diving at the ball on the ground. Yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. So um, I'm just surprised that the receiver didn't jump down on it. The receiver actually tried to, because I'll tell you what, if if Deuce comes in and he does take him out or he does slide under and get the ball then that receiver is getting yelled at for not jumping on it and trying to pick it up. Yeah. So that whole play to me, technique wise, that you're, that you're coached as, as football players, both guys really played it the wrong way. And this guy ends up picking it up and running for a touchdown. I mean, you rarely see that happen. And um, technique wise and the way you, you want to coach that both of them messed up, but guy picks up the ball and scores a touchdown and worked out for them. Yeah, absolutely. Matt V. On Facebook, no thoughts, we suck, fire Babers. Well, that's the spirit, Matt. Mm. That's the spirit. <laughs> um, I, I don't understand. I don't understand comments like that. Like, I just I, I don't need. I don't either. But there was I'm another not comment on something I can't understand. Um, well, it's just uh, heat of the moment stuff. There was one more, and I have got to find it so we can go over this. And then we no, but got- the heat of the moment, though. I mean, realistically, like that was a positive like i'm sorry again you can't just look at florida state as own own four like again everyone will say you are what your record is and this this and that like eh. in college football like you lose a couple guys you know i would say you are what your record is in nfl because everyone's a professional you lose a guy you, you replace him with another professional right so um but if you have a couple guys that are hurt like look at clemson clemson's only got five offensive linemen that are healthy enough that they trust and really they're still kind of struggling. Right. Um, it's the worst offense I've seen Clemson in a little while. So like you can't just say that you are what your record is. Clemson is a better than a two and two, but because of the teams that they've played, that's where they're at. So realistically, um, and Dominic, I know you didn't listen or you didn't get to watch and you just listened yesterday. Um, but I'm telling you right now, yesterday or uh, Saturday. Yeah. Yesterday was the, um, closest, Office. Nope, he's fading. 
last play that we've seen Hello? on offense since Doug. Hello? Hold on, Dominic. Dominic. Dominic's Hello? here. You you broke up the last part of what you said. Dominic's broke here. up. You, you broke up the last part of what you said. Broke up. Can you hear Hold me? me? Yeah, Dominic. Hold yeah. Me. Yeah, Dominic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got my echo me? though. Yes, Dominic, I, mean, I can hear you, I got but I'm. My echo though. I yes, Dominic, right. I can hear you, but I'm. You are. <laughs> I'm trying to switch it from the car to uh, to the headset. Hold on. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna. Ha- I can't listen to myself. So I have a hard enough. Echo. I can't listen I, to myself. I have a hard. I have a hard enough time oh listening to myself through the headphones as it is, let alone twice. Um, anyways, I had this. I had this one sitting in the sitting here. Uh, I meant to. I meant to bring this one in so we could just go through it. If if I think we've pretty much hit everything, but at our files ninety bad officiating. Dino's decision making still bad. Uh, Dino's decision making still bad. Plenty of times. Slow adjustments. Clock management. Bad play calls in key situations. Two for four conversions in red zone. Mental errors. Wax not following through. Schrader is the guy. And glad to see multiple wide receivers get um, get to make plays. So, yeah, it is the story going in, obviously. I think it's without question the story going into this Wake Forest game back in Syracuse is going to be these wide receivers and, and how they can... Um, turn this thing around and showcase what they have. We were so worried, like I mentioned last year, when Abdul Adams and Jarvion Howard um, opted out for the season and the great Sean Tucker rears his head. And, you know, that's how stars are made, man. It's the next man up. I mean, how many times has that happened? Look at, didn't that happen with Tom Brady? Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Now look at the guy. I'm just... I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not making I mean, just yeah. the same situation. I get that. So, um, you know, hey, we just gotta we gotta identify. So, the one thing that I look at too is is the way that we are so run heavy. That could pretty much open up anybody. You know, um, you see uh, the fullback there for the San Francisco 49ers. They're so run heavy that they that guy he gets play action catches for like 40, 50 yard touchdowns like every year um so it's a situation where even a rhino and even like a max mang should have caught a touchdown this past week yeah you know uh, i think devon cooper i think he's coming along in the slot and uh um i think he's taking over trevor pena courtney jackson we saw get the ball get him in space and honestly when luke benson comes back i think that we're going to be utilizing him as well um doesn't have to be just receivers when you're when you're running game can when you can run this good you know when Schrader can run the way he did and then Tucker still break a hundred yards um, even when they got eight in the box and are trying to stop you then um, it's not going to be that difficult to get some of your playmakers in there it's just you got to have playmakers so um, but it doesn't have to be that I can see Rhino going out for passes I can see we saw uh, Abdul Adams and Sean Tucker both in the lineup at the same time two uh, two running backs right so uh again Taj is a big loss but you got to figure out who's who's who and who's going to make plays and what where you what what you have to run and where you have to put players as far as position wise to make it work this year uh and then hopefully you know your playmakers get a little bit better as the years go on but I saw a jump just from Liberty to this game with with the coach just saying okay this is our guy we're going with him this is it 
Yeah. Right. And, and I saw that no, jump just right. in one game. So all these other things, I think we're, I mean, not even one game as much as um, from first quarter to second quarter to, to second half. I think we saw it. Uh, if we played the first half like the second half, we would have been in the 40s. So maybe we got something going there and we can build from there. All right. Dominic's back. Dominic, do you think you can punt a ball more than 10 yards? Oh, God. No. I'm, I'm old and decrepit. Damn it. Damn it. We need a punter. My 17-year-old son yes. can do it about 25 yards. He, he, he tried it in high school. Okay. So. <laughs> well, we we went we went um, we we used your one of your thoughts or uh, your thought at the, through Facebook in fan feedback, uh, but you listen to a lot of the games obviously because you're working and stuff. But uh, team your team Tommy, have you had have you had times unapologetically team Tommy being from Jersey? Have you had yes. any have you had any time to go back and look and see exactly how Schrader ended up playing yesterday? And do you have any thoughts on the quarterback battle? That I think is I, over, by the way. I think it's over, by the way. I, I think it's over, and I'm okay with it being over as long as we win um, or as long as the quarterback back plays well. Um, you know, it, it was just – Tommy for me was, okay, Dino came in and the program is going to change. And to me – it was I know it sounds silly, it's football, it's not life, but there was an emotional emotional attachment to Tommy because he's here's his four star and he's choosing us. And so I really just wanted to finally see that potential that we never got to see. Right. And I think Go on. I don't care as long as we win. <laughs> right. I know that sounds awful. And you know, we're both Italian guys. He he is from the county where in Jersey, where my wife and I lived before we moved to North Carolina. So it's, I mean, if he didn't go to private school, like one of my best friends in the world probably would have taught him at Cedar Grove High School. So it's, it, it is a little bit more for me because it's like, I feel like I know the kid, even though I don't just from where he's from in New Jersey. So, and you know, he's, he's a Goomba, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was, I, to be honest, I was nervous <clears throat> Mississippi State let him basically put him the wide receiver because they to let him go. It, he basically it's like in the NFL you're being released. That that's the way it looked like to me. And um, my best friend here in North Carolina, he moved here because he's a Marine and um, he's from Mississippi. And his his he's a he's a bulldog. He's a Mississippi State fan, and he he was telling me, well the. You know, we're not sure what you have out of him, but he can't throw. And so I never thought he would be able to win the job. That's why I never wanted to see him because of, of the things that he had told me about him when he was at Mississippi State. So I he he doesn't remind me of Dungey. I know people are like, oh, he reminds me of John. They, just because you run, Dungey was a different – I hope people really – understand hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on i i understand what we had with dungy but he is dungy-esque in some of the things that he does though he is because yeah he's er dominic he's early dungy yeah like the first couple years he wasn't the greatest passer yeah uh and one of the reasons why kicking anyone well not yet (laughs) and when hey 
hey, Dominic, and one of the reasons why he left Mississippi State was because um, when he's after the, he started a couple games his retro freshman year, they changed coaches to Mike Mike Leach, which is we we all know is like air raid throwing all over the place. So he's not that kind of quarterback, no. Right, but, but that's that's why they moved him, and they essentially were like, all right, well, this is like your best fit of where you are in the team. Pretty much like you said, kicking him out of the quarterback room and essentially kicking him out of you know that that university because they knew that he was going to transfer but that's only because of the coaching change and the systematic change he actually put up a pretty impressive redshirt freshman year i know i agree with that but then we like dino wants to do what leach does at least he has said that that's what he wanted to do so when when no, he not anymore that logic, <laughs> right well I, I mean i'm going by I'm going by the oranges and new fast and I'm like, he's not right. going to succeed here. And I haven't seen, this is my biggest, my biggest thing with Dino. If, if I have a problem with him, he does not up to now, he didn't change. There was no adjustment. It, it's the biggest thing. You guys know, I live in, in Greenville, North Carolina, where East Carolina is Ruffin McNeil got fired years ago because he couldn't adjust, especially after, um, his offensive coordinator, what's his name, went, became the head coach of Oklahoma. Like there was no adjusting. This it, it was like I stand in the ground, and this is this is who I am, and you, you're going to have to beat me this way. And that's the way Dino was for a little while. So I didn't see him utilizing Schrader. I, I thought that he was too, to be honest, too arrogant to do it, thinking this 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 is orange and new fast is what we're going to do. So I'm actually really pleased that he's saying, you know what. This is he's a good quarterback. This is who he is. This is Tucker. This is who he is. And that we're going to change our game plan and our philosophy to meet the 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 talent that we have on this team. And I'm really impressed with that. Now it is making game now it's getting better at that. Because now you they're changing their whole philosophy. All of it. I mean, that's why I don't know if you talked about this. I came in a little late. That's why Taj went into the portal. The philosophy. Yep. There's no more verts, people. It's it's over. I mean, and Tommy wasn't like, Tommy wasn't exactly nailing the verts. No, I well this year he wasn't. <laughs> no, but he I was mean, getting the targets, and that was the right. Thing. Yeah, yes, yeah. Dominic. Right. We did say that. I said Taj did come in oh, for so the orange is the new fast. Well, right. The, yeah. The orange is no so longer I, the fast. And I'm super um, impressed. So again, I, that he's changing too, but I don't. I'm, I don't Hold on, you guys. I don't blame are... Taj. I don't blame Taj for getting in the portal, and I honestly wouldn't even blame Tommy at this point if he announced tomorrow. No, I wouldn't either. I'm, I'm. You know what? I, you got you want guys that want to be there. I have a kid. He's 17. He wants to play baseball in college. If he went to a school um, his freshman year, and you know he goes in thinking he's going to play catcher and first base, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, we want you to put you in, in, in center field." He'd be he he knows that he can't succeed there at center field. He he runs, right. you know, a seven six sixty. He couldn't do it. So he, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But I mean, th- these players know what they're good and that they're bad at. They are. For I'm 45 years old. It is so different now than when I was in high school. It, it's it's so different. These guys are professionals. They train like professionals. Yeah, I've gone to some of these baseball camps, guys. These guys, these kids, they, they, they're unbelievable. 
I've never seen any ba- like college athletes like this in person before. And it's all, they're all spending thousands of dollars to get to play in college. Cause they think they can get to the pros. They're, they're essentially what, when we, when I was in high school, were 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 professional, you know, going in, they're just refined. That's the best way to put it. They, they're refined and they know their weaknesses and they, they know their strengths. So now Tommy and Todd, and I'm not going to say Tommy, cause I don't know if he's going to leave. I, Taj has to go find a school that's going to throw him verts from the slot. That's what he has to do. So I, I, I wish him well. And, and I think Tommy, if he, See, he may look at, at Garrett and be like, he's going to get hurt. I'm going to stay here because I have a chance to show that I could play. Because I think that Tommy thinks that he could play in the NFL because of his arm talent. I don't think that Tommy could play in the NFL because he has no touch on the short passes. And I think that the reason why people are dropping passes for so so long is because he, he just threw it 100 miles an hour. I mean, who cares mm-hmm. about the glove or anything? Hey, when, when, <laughs> when, you, when you throw something that hard at somebody, I'm going to say a college athlete, you know they're still college athletes, so you got he he doesn't know how to put touch on the ball. But that's you know, I, I I'm really really impressed with the change of the game plan, and I'm just going to say that Syracuse scored 30 points. If they didn't miss that extra point, I would have had 31. Um, it was uh, our defense that let me down and getting the score right two weeks in a row. And uh, you only give me five percent oh, of the credit. Is, is <laughs> that is some bullshit, Dominic? <laughs> Everybody, put yes. your waiters on. Everybody. Let me tell you something. Just because you put it on paper before I, yeah, of course, you get you you put your score out on the podcast before any before you put that that post out. So you know, I was thinking the whole time. I let everyone know it before you put on it. I'm like, it's going to be close game, 24-21. I even told my kids, I'm like, Schmidt's going to win it at the last minute, at the last second. And here he goes. My son is bouncing up and down on the couch. Like, you're right, Dad. You're right, Dad. So, but I, you know what? I'll give you that 95% because we got the W. I don't give a darn. Who cares? Okay. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. All right, Dominic. Guys, I'm going to listen now because we're, we're I'm 10 miles out well, from uh, Alexandria, and your okay. state sucks. Hey, easy. Sucks. <laughs> easy. It ain't that bad. Night, yeah, oh, my gosh. The traffic when you when Oh, you the traffic's closer, terrible. It, oh, my gosh. Yeah, Th- the, this is unbelievable. Yeah, the, the, there's – I'm going to – here, I'm going to use an, uh, an old – Traffic and word. weather together. Dominic, what do you got? Yes. <laughs> it's clear here on 95 in Alexandria. Yeah, at, at, at 830 on a freaking Sunday. Yes. It, let me tell you something. And it's packed. The speed limit here is 60 miles an hour. I can only go 65. Like, it, it, it is it's, – it's wall-to-wall car. I, I would never – I know you live out by the beach. There's no way I could live near D.C. There's no way. Oh, well, no. Why the hell would you want to live near D.C. No. anyway? No. You want to burn? You burn in hellfire there. <laughs> well, <laughs> that place is I, a freaking tomorrow, cesspool. I, and I know this is going to make your ears bleed. All I know is that by tomorrow afternoon, I will be enjoying the fall weather of New Hampshire. Yeah, so. that's, that's, that's too bad. Awesome. That's too bad. It was 86 <laughs> degrees here today in Virginia Beach, and That's I was in the awesome. pool. And I was in the I pool. That. I, yeah. It's one thing I don't miss. Dominic, oh. Dominic, yes. you've eaten up any extra time that we had. So I appreciate you. Okay. Thanks for being <laughs> you keep a, talking to th- me. Whose fault is that? Th- hey, <laughs> I, I had things to say after I listened to you for 15 minutes. I got a freaking note. I All took right, notes. I took notes. All right. 
Dominic, we love you, buddy. I appreciate you. I appreciate you chiming in, man. All right. Go, go. I really hope my wife gets me those tickets to the NC State game so we can enjoy some suds together. There you go. Okay. All right, man. Well, you take care. Safe travels. Thank you. All right, buddy. Uh, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, Dominic, everybody. Okay. Uh, Joe, that about does it for us, bud. Okay. Any closing thoughts? Let's put this shit game behind us and move on uh, to. well, Wake Forest. Unfortunately, I mean, it's a shit game, and I hate having to sit here and like you know, this play and that call and this play. I know. Um, That's the game again, we play. How many how many games in the last couple of years have we lost? Loss. Like, like lost, loss easily, hands down. Yeah, I'm too many. You know, and that's that's kind of what I'm looking at right now. Is that we have three and two, two games that were winnable. Now that we have some stability as far as Who's going to play where? And we know what's going on. We can move forward from the drama from, you know, the first four, three games of the season. And, um, you know, this defense isn't going to give up. And, and it's it's exotic. I mean, it had its, its bad plays, but they still played well, well enough to win. And, um, you know, this is, is as excited as I've been to watch Syracuse since Dungey left, <laughs> since I was at the Camp of World Bowl. Watching him beat up on damn West Virginia in, tw- in 2019. Uh, yeah, yeah, 2019. Yeah. So, that's so, this is the most excited that I am. I mean, it's and it's the most you know it, it brings that Dungy feeling back. You know, I know he's not exactly Dungy. Well, uh, no, but he's well, gonna no. Be, he's going to be compared to him, and he still has two years of eligibility. So, um, I'm telling you, you know, man, we'll see. If, I'm telling you, if he hones in his passing and he keeps doing what he's doing, and he learns how to slide right. instead of taking these hits. Because it's the last thing we but need. That, but that's but the dungeon thing. Talk, that's what Tyler talked about, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what Tyler that's the, talked about, was yeah. that trying to get him to slide from the first couple of years. You know, Dungey was a warrior from Jump Street. It was just he was small. Um, I mean, you could argue Garrett was, was bigger and in a better position coming in physically-wise um, to actually start as a freshman. Uh, but the passing game and, and the improvisation of the passing game um, – improvisation of the passing game, I'm sorry um, – we saw that build year to year with Dungey. Yeah, was he it? could always he could always run. He could always take a hit. He was always a warrior trying to get that extra yard and the first down and everything. But you saw it all get cleaned up just year after year, just a little bit better, a little bit cleaner, a little bit more confident in what he was doing. Even with the passing games, even with the RPO option to throwing it for a touchdown, like he he got better every single year to the point where it ended up in a, a ten and three year and. Um, again, we got to, this guy's still a sophomore. So, so let's, let's give him time to develop in this system too, by the way, this is something, especially considering what we just got two starts. Yeah, I know everybody jumped the gun so early on. I mean, don't even get me started. I mean, that's just how the the Syracuse fans, I mean, fandom in general is like that, but you can go another um, 10, 15 minutes about that. Oh, I know. Exactly. All right. We are going to put this one behind us and look to wake forest. We will do that Mm -hmm. Tuesday. Hope you're here for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out of here. Peace. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom, a performance enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Mm -hmm. 